So do you think she actually sold seashells down by the seashore? No, it was drugs. That's code. She's a kingpin. She's a drug lord. Whore. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning into Gizmo's Corner yet again. I have a very special guest. Welcome, Nikita. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> Hello, comrade. <laughs> My yeah. Soviet friend I'm, is I'm here. very special. I'm very special. <laughs> How would you like to introduce me today? <laughs> As well, you, you told me before <laughs> what you would introduce me. Welcome <laughs> to Gizmo's Corner, master of memes. Master of memes. Thank you, master of puppets. <laughs> uh <-oh. laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much. For those of you not following Nikita, one of my favorite things coming across on my Facebook feed is uh, <laughs> about every couple scroll downs, I see a nice meme posted by you, and I appreciate every single one you do because it. Wow, you're it's so enjoyable. modest. You're so <laughs> modest. Thank you because I'm used to the, I'm used to people saying, "Dude, I go on my news feed. I think I'm on your profile because <laughs> I insult the shit out of their news feeds with memes." I swear it has to be at least 100 or 150 memes a day. It's it's horrible. Oh, yeah, man. When we were hanging out on the set one day, I'm watching you and you're just post, 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 post. Hey, Rob, look at this. Post, 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 yep. post, post, post. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, the master of memes. Yeah. I enjoy every single one. There's not one I have disliked yet. Hey, I mean, I'll be honest. It's not something I intentionally do. I, I just go on Facebook and I follow all these pages that do memes. And I just happen to end up on Facebook, I see something funny and I figure other people would appreciate it. So I share it. You know, this is kind of how it goes. I'm not intentionally running a page or anything. It's just my personal profile. <laughs> and I have 900 friends. So, I mean, yeah, man, 900 people who are either laughing or incredibly annoyed with me. So. <laughs> <laughs> or they unfollowed you. You never know. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the numbers slowly been going down. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, dude. So, dude, man, what's been going on? I know you're on vacation right now. Um, what else have you been up to, man? Uh, got burnt today in the sun. Uh, other than that, you know, just been in acting class. Nice, at w nice. WBR, represent. We spare Ryan. Right on. Um, yeah, man, I mean, other than school, I mean, work. Had my girlfriend, just like a, a full-time job. You know, um, I recently had a whole day that I spent in New York City. Right. And nice. uh, in the morning, it was in Brooklyn for an audition. And... Uh, from in the evening up until early morning the next day, I was filming uh, the series finale of The Deuce on HBO. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. So You're I on got The Deuce? I got positioned as background. Now, yo, I mean, James Franco, literally right in front of me. Yeah, it was in Manhattan. We had a whole block, pretty much. Not like locked down. People could walk through it, which created lots of crazy situations. Some characters in Manhattan at 4 a.m., mm -hmm. I'll tell you. But, um... Yeah, no, it was cool. It was in background, and it's it was the series finale, so I think there's a certain kind of uh, specialness to this. Uh, season three, which isn't out yet, and the last episode of it, it's not a contract, so I can't really talk about what I saw, Yeah. but um, being somebody who didn't watch anything, any part of the deuce, uh, I think I kind of have an idea, my personal opinion on how it ends, but I'm not 100% sure. I could be completely wrong. Yeah. Don't, don't, but, don't share it. You don't want to share you know, anything no, about it. No, I can't. It. I can't. But, I mean, hey, man, James Franco. I didn't get to talk to him or anything. That's but, pretty awesome, dude. But, I mean, he was just as, like, he was just as, like, in a way where, like, I didn't recognize him. Like, mm. I, I, 
didn't I, I was like hey that guy kind of looks like james franco in my head yeah and, and also the people i was with and then they were like yo that's james franco <laughs> i'm like what <laughs> that was cool it was an exhausting day yo i have my my watch on it counts my steps yeah Forty thousand steps Holy in shit. one day. I mean, I had a twenty-four hour day, mind yeah. you, and this watch only registers twenty-four hours at a time, so it resets. Yeah. So around midnight, it reset, and then I ended up having like another fifteen thousand steps. After midnight is when I actually started working. Like we actually got taken out to the street and mm. told what to do. So it was a nighttime shoot. <clears throat> yes, that's the thing. They told us to be there at five p.m. <laughs> You um, never so know, I, I man. Was, you never yeah. know. They tell yeah, like, us that all like, the time. You like never four know. Four or five hundred people crammed into this huge, huge room. It's hard to explain, but I was dressed in a suit, and you know it's summertime, so it's oh, like fuck. eighty or ninety degrees. I'm dressed in a suit. Obviously, brought changes of clothes, but that didn't even help. And five p.m. from when I got there until about one thirty in the morning, we were sitting there, and it's like I don't know, like for I mean, for the people who don't know about acting. A lot of, especially with extras, just like people in the background, they're not really the most important ones. Like, dude, some of the shit that you hear them say is just completely absurd. Like, I'm not even kidding. I found myself four or five different times wanting to butt into conversations and be like, uh, actually, or like, oh, hey, no, that's actually not like that. You know, I kind of wanted to get involved. And I was like, you know what? These people are idiots. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather not get involved because then, uh, yeah, I'd, you know, you, you, you see shit, you don't want to step in it. You want to have nothing to do with it, right? Exactly. So I didn't want to have anything to do with that. Yeah. I'm just kind of sitting there biting my tongue, and then I just started meditating to zone them out. Yeah, yeah I remember, too, like, extras, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're there to be seen. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, even if we're extras, you know, we want to be seen. We want to be noticed. Yeah. So there's the ones that are going to, like, say shit. They probably don't even mean what they're saying. It was But they're going to say For ridiculous sure. shit, yeah. yeah. But it was cool. Um, I mean, once 1.30 a.m. hit, you know, we were out there and we were walking up and down that block. It had to have been. Dude, Quinn wasn't kidding when he said, like, you do 60 takes. Wow, and, really? You did yeah, 60 but takes? I'm not saying 60 takes of one scene, but um, it was all the different scenes and we were responsible for just being the background people. Mm-hmm. So simply put, what our job was is walking back and forth a New York City block, which is, this block is pretty long. It was probably, uh, what? Uh, 0.2 of a mile like something like a, like a quarter mile long it's a long block yeah. we're walking back and forth back and forth like several times in one tape and I'm wearing dress shoes and my feet are not meant for dress shoes <laughs> yeah dude uh, like, I'm not one to exaggerate when I get hurt but like um, with the blisters I was getting I was genuinely surprised when I got to somewhere where I can sit down and take my shoes off I was genuinely surprised that there was no blood yeah. Like I know what bad blisters feel like, and I gotta say those are some of the worst. Like that's probably like, the worst blisters I've ever had, only because I had to keep walking on them. And it's to the point where like you feel like the fluid in the blister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you feel but like yeah. you aren't given a chance to stop causing the blister. So essentially, you just kind of you continue to irritate that skin yeah. that's being protected by that fluid. And it, I honestly thought it just popped and was blood. Damn, like, it, it was bad. Like it, and like I'm saying, like the next day. Like I, I, I didn't go. I couldn't go to work. Damn. I couldn't walk. Yeah. And I mean, my, my calves, like my muscles hurt, that's, but my let my feet. <laughs> like I couldn't yeah. stand up. <laughs> and so, unfortunately, man, that that that's yeah. part of it. That's part of the game. Like, yeah. uh, you know, you hear a lot of things too. Like with uh, the extras on the set of the Joker. I don't know if you heard about this. The they were locked in a subway for like oh 
for like periods of time. I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. Well, and like they were, something they were. From them. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, they're they're dropping urine all over the place. They oh. they uh, they're saying they were forced to like pee in the corners or whatever. But like, I mean, dude, you you can say whatever you want. You can rag on the production or whatever. Mm. But like, it, it's part of the gig. Like, you got to know what you're getting into if you're an actor. Yeah, you know, some I, to an extent, like you shouldn't yeah. be forced to do things you don't want to do. But you got to do what it takes. You got to do what it takes. If you got to yeah. walk a mile yeah. multiple times. Like you're not complaining not the fact that job, you had dude. to walk yeah. a mile. You did it. Mm-hmm. You're just saying fucking hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. No, I, I did it. And then like I try my hardest not to walk with a limp, you know. But that that comes with it. acting. You know, it's people think it's easy and like they get paid millions of dollars or not, or even no. hundreds of dollars in one night. So I'm saying you get a couple hundred dollars in one night. I don't know about you, man, but that's my whole paycheck. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know. So I mean, you gotta do you gotta do what it takes. You know, there's people who get paid fifty dollars an hour to sit and program to write a program on a computer and like that's not easy dude that that's i mean i was about to get into that when i went to college my parents mm-hmm. were computer programmers that's so not easy man yeah and it puts you on a loop but that's the toll it takes you know that's why you get paid the big bucks people people just seem to like to say that saying that's why i get paid the big bucks yeah okay. there, <laughs> there, there actually is here. a reason yeah. people get yeah, paid I know. big bucks <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's not all just always the ceo fat cats sitting on top just milking the company they created but like you know there's people who have important jobs or have tough jobs and the reason they're there is because they can do it mm-hmm. or they claim they can do it yeah. and just don't don't be a bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. If, if you want to do it, work through the pain. Eventually, the pain will be gone. Yeah. That's like one of the greatest words of advice I ever got from someone. Mm-hmm. Just push yourself. The pain will be gone. Uh, it's temporary. So, dude, let's, uh, let's get into it. Two of the many reasons why you are here being the master of memes. Uh, I saw you <laughs> posted a, quite a few things about Area 51 and the soon-to-be storming of it. So, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm under the impression you know a little <laughs> bit about that. Yeah, I'm actually the creator of the joke. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I saw a video of the creator of the joke talking about it. And I mean, fun, fun fact about it, the whole Area 51 thing right now, uh, it's hilariously stupid and hilarious. But um, it literally did start out as a joke. And he said, you know, like 40 of his friends kind of shared it, joking around, haha. After two or three days, millions, millions of people just all shared it. It's like, oh, yeah, we're jumping on the bandwagon. It's like imagine creating a, a Facebook page that's like a complete joke, maybe between your friends and inside joke, and then like within the week, just millions of people just somehow heard about it and they're all like that's, joking along. It's, it's not you, a joke anymore. If, if you post it, you're like, Yeah, we're gonna storm yeah. area fifty one and then you wake up the next yeah. morning like, What the fuck they did actually, I do? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so I don't know if you heard it, but I follow this one guy on YouTube. His name is Atozy, A-T-O-Z-Y. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's like it's like a, a commentary channel. He comments on like popular things going on. You should right. follow him on YouTube. Okay. A shout out to Atozy if you're listening. <laughs> but um, he made a video talking about it. Dude, there's people, like celebrities and, and businessmen. Now, this is how you know it's gaining traction. There's businessmen who are actually investing their money into like the infrastructure around the area. Because, you know, it's in the middle of the desert. And there's actually going to be think of like a like a like a Woodstock. They're saying it's a, another Woodstock. They're saying That's it's the a rave. They're, they're using. There've been a lot of people saying too. It's kind of like Firefest. A festival. Oh, yeah. Like a Firefest. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh God. <laughs> That's actually a great one to relate it to. Because it's probably going to. I don't know. 
I don't know. I wanted, I wanted to say it, it may be a failure, but yo, I think surprisingly it, it may actually come around. It's one of those things that like you don't think it's going to work, but it definitely has potential to work. Yeah. Um, they're saying like a, a festival and blah, blah, blah. And like, fine, you can dream, but like realistically looking at it, uh, Tozy mentioned this, you're far away from anything. So the roads, okay, getting there is going to be tough. Um, gasoline, you're going to need fuel, you're going to need accommodations like water, food, shelter, everything to live in, porta potties. It's, yeah. You're going to need everything. Um, and this is where the businessmen come in. So the businessmen are actually already reserving, uh, like they're creating like an event and they're, they're having all these uh, people come in, like food trucks. And they're like actual, like actual businesses and people are going to be coming in. It's gaining traction. And they're talking about the hotels. So that, wait, they're actually promoting this as an actual thing. Yeah, they're, they're, they're starting to. Yeah. And there's like, there's not many hotels in there. Like, yeah, there's that whole alien highway, the whole alien thing, which is cool. But, like, there's businessmen that are investing in getting more Area 51 products, like the little memorabilia. Yeah. So they're doing that. They're trying to create more, like, hotels. Like, they're trying to, to do things like that. And, like, yo, I, I was telling Emily when we heard about this, there's only so many hotel rooms. Imagine the premium that people are going to be paying. A $50 a night room is going to turn. It's like, dude, who knows? $10,000 a night. Like, who knows, man? And, like, a Tozy, I mean... This is a YouTuber who's got pretty good traction. I think he has, what, like a million followers, something, half a million to a million followers. Like, he's pretty big. And then, like, obviously, you can see he's got a setup similar to what we have here. And he's getting money. He's making money from his YouTuber thing because all the advertisements and stuff. Yeah. And he said, yo, he made a mistake. His first video about it, he was like, yo, if this video gets 50,000 likes, I'm going to go there. Like, I'm going to go there on September, whatever. And yo, know, <laughs> the video as of the filming of yesterday's video. So this is like a week ago he said it. And he made a he made a video coming back to it. It's at like forty nine k. Yo, oh, he, he's he's going there. Yeah, <laughs> like he's gonna have to go. Like I mean, as a YouTuber, as somebody who's into like the social yeah. thing, like you probably would want to go there. I feel like, um, you know, they say oh, there's millions of people supposedly who signed up to storm Area Fifty One. Yeah, obviously that's not happening unless you got a death wish. But like, well, I think uh, the biggest thing is going to be people coming there to see what's happening. You just have a big crowd. It well, <laughs> just happened. And I, you're gonna be looking. I, I'm with you. Like I, I, I follow uh, the podcast Double Toasted. Um, okay. They're they're based in Texas, so they're like right near there. Yeah. And they were talking about this, and the host Corey, he's saying like, oh yeah, I definitely want to go there. I want to get a backpack with and fit all of our gear in it. Good Man, luck. I just I just want to go watch it. Yeah, I just want to be in the background watching it. That's like I'm not going to be part of it. I just want to watch it. So the people, like anyone that's like smart, that's going. Yeah, they're just going to go to watch. I think honestly, I mean, it's crazy how it all it all began, but where it's going, unless it just suddenly completely dies off, which is very possible, unless that happens, I can see like there being some potential to this. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe like a a good-hearted type of thing. Maybe they're not going to actually try to raid Area 51. Don't raid Area 51. Yeah. This is a disclaimer. Don't, do not <laughs> raid it. It's a bad idea. One of, one of the... Th- with food trucks and music, like, there's musical acts being booked now with these businesses. Are there really? Yeah, there's actual things it's happening. It's actually going to you know, be a all festival. These rappers and stuff are kind of, like, on Instagram and uh, Twitter. I was going to call it Twitter. On Twitter, they're, like, yeah, they're saying, you know, hey, I'll be there. Ha, ha, ha. 
but like kind of half joking and kind of half maybe but they're not like joking. but really is something going on because i'll be there I, yeah but <laughs> hey man i think actually something may come of it i hope i mean it's in september which isn't too far from now but like a couple months for a meme yeah. it's got to be a good it's gotta be a good fucking meme. Oh, yeah, too, oh man <laughs> well there's no way a festival festival can be put together in that short amount of time if you've seen the fire festival documentary, <laughs> you know yeah it's uh who knows, man? Who knows? I mean, I'd be curious to see what exactly happens, man. But for now, I'm still on that bandwagon with the, yeah. you know, the memes. One of, one, of my, <laughs> one of my favorite tweets, though, out of that was, uh, they can't, we're faster than their bullets. They can't mm-hmm. stop all of us or they can't the shoot all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was one of the most ridiculous things I ever read because... It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah but it's that's like, like the Are joke. you actually going to that's war right <laughs> now? Like, are, who, who are you? You're Yo, willing to die for nothing. I, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but the whole Naruto run thing, like, the moment I, when I first heard that about Area 51, that kind of, like, hit a certain chord with me. Not because, like, I watch Naruto. I have nothing against it, but I don't watch it. My brother's into it. But What is it? Naruto. It's like this... An- the anime. Yeah. I don't know how you pronounce it. Na- Naruto. 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 Whatever. Naruto. Yeah. 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 So... This is an anime thing, and you know they run with their hands behind uh, yeah. their heads first, kind of like you know you see a, a, an Olympic runner have at the end they always lean forward. Yeah. So it's kind of like that the whole run, right. and um, it, it stuck a certain chord with me because in I think it was middle school and high school, mainly in high school, there was this one kid. Like I don't know at this point, let's just say he was very weird. I, I don't know if he had like issues, and if he did, I mean that's, I'm not making fun of him. Back then, people used to kind of make fun of him because he would always run uh, yeah. like that. I knew a couple people yeah. like that too. Yeah, Sorry. but like he was dead <laughs> ass serious. That's the crazy part. He was like so like straight fucking face and just <laughs> speed run through. I mean, like in art about your high school, but my high school, like the hallways when you're when all the students are in the hallway switching classes, it is crowded. Especially certain parts with how the, the school was laid out. Yeah. It was very crowded. And um, like this kid would run right through groups of people. And, like It was just nuts. I mean, back then, you know, kids are cool. So we kind of made fun of him a little bit. But like... Now looking back, it's just funny. Like I mean, to each their own, you know. But that was just nuts, dude. Like that's the moment I heard the Naruto run. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know much about it. I don't know that makes you faster than bullets, apparently. But on the contrary, on the contrary, the Area Fifty One memes. It's like you've got all the people who are saying, "Yeah, we're gonna storm it," but there's like a subculture. There's like a, a smaller group of people that are kind of like. <clears throat> you know, like the military people, the more outdoorsy people. I don't want to say redneck, but kind of like you know that kind of that kind of people. Yeah. They're like they know more about guns, so they're a little bit more like logical in that yeah. sort of way. Yeah. Um, they're being the more ser- the serious aspect of this, and they're like, well, you know, one of those mini guns <laughs> shoots like thirty six hundred bullets a yeah. minute. So, <laughs> you know, well, even shit, if you're being uh, generous and giving five bullets per person, did, did, <laughs> you're fucking getting them, dude. The, the the Air Force even responded saying, yeah. please do not storm Area 51. It's dangerous. They said, like, it's dangerous. Yeah. At the very end, they said, don't do it. It's dangerous. They yeah. didn't say why. They didn't say you could get hurt. We will it's fucking dangerous. kill you, is what they said. <laughs> the most, <laughs> most low-key threat I've ever heard from an official government. Because, they, you know, like when the government says something, it's got to be like proofread and very thought out. Like It's an official statement from a big organization. Like yeah. It's, it's got to go all over the... Like, through the lawyers and stuff oh fuck dude all that all that all they have to do after that point like they've said it's dangerous if these people go and storm area 51 mm-hmm. and then they're shot or whatever and it's on them, dude. they're gonna say 
yeah, we thought we were being invaded, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but even, like, before that, like, that is a military base, and you yeah. have ample warning <laughs> that this Why is a military Why are you going to storm your own, one of your own country's yeah. military bases? To clap them alien cheeks, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, we... <laughs> clap <laughs> them cheeks! <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, can man. get them aliens. Yeah, I saw this one meme about it. It was, um... <clears throat> it was, like, uh... So, you know, Kanye's name is, like, Y-E, like, yay, or yeah. ye, or however you pronounce it, yay. And then it had a picture of Kanye, it said yay. And then underneath it was, like, E-T, in the picture of E-T. Uh-huh. And then combined it was, like, an E-T with, like, Kanye facial features. <laughs> <laughs> so Kanye turned into an alien and said yeet. <laughs> I don't know, it just kind of reminded me of the whole alien well, thing. Well, shit, he says so, it in the one song with uh, Katy Perry, they call him me an alien, a big-headed astronaut. Oh, my God. Well, there so, you go. Some backstory to that meme. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, those memes, man, I'm telling you, they're fun. It's, it's just it's just fun. It's like, it's kind of like, I don't know, like the newest comic book came out or like the newest what game came out or something, but it's kind of like a very fast-paced culture. Yeah. So it's like, it, it could, hey, man, a meme could either be funny for like a couple days or a week or it could be funny for like yeah. a year, dude. Like, I mean, there's still that, there's still that Pikachu meme where it's like, you know, something crazy happens and it shows Pikachu completely surprised. Yeah. It's like, you saw that coming, but surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's lots of memes, man. That's so funny. But the whole Area 51 thing, it's, it's funny until somebody gets hurt. I can't wait till October. That's all I'm oh, saying. Oh God. <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> yeah, till October after it yeah. happens. I, I'm, I... I'm intrigued. Yo, the news stations are reporting on it. That's how you know it's serious. Oh, yeah. Like, well, let's not give the news stations that much credit. There. I know. <laughs> I know, but it's on TV. Like, it's not just on Facebook or social media yeah. anymore. It's, like, actually, like, people are actually talking about it. Like, like organizations are talking about it. Like, the, the military responded. Like, yeah. this isn't just a normal well, meme. Maybe it's I a mean, subject matter. Maybe it's how popular it is. Maybe it's both. Yeah. It's crazy. We'll see if it actually happens. There was one, again, Double Toasted, they talked about something that happened in Austin where there was like some gathering that was supposed to happen at a Walmart mm-hmm. parking lot or something about, Uh-oh. like there was like a million people saying like, yeah, yeah, oh, let's do awesome. this. So then the meetup happened at the parking lot. There was like three people. No I way. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's like a real life joke. <laughs> that whole thing literally was a joke. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Tell you, man. Firefest 2019. Oh. Yeah. No, someone should jump on that. <laughs> but uh, I wonder if they still own that licensing or if they got sued into oblivion. Oh, anyway. man, that, yeah, they're good there. <laughs> but uh, dude, let's roll. Let's roll into the the next thing. This is this is a pretty old topic, and uh, I'm sure uh, a few people, most of you, are probably familiar with a short little stack known as the bagel man oh man short stack <laughs> so when i when i told you about him you were not familiar with bagel man no i was not uh, did and then i saw the video and i kind of realized why not because i hate people like that yeah, but yeah. i mean nevertheless it was great content oh yeah wow where to start with the bagel man so all right anyone not familiar with Ooh. the bagel man video he uh this takes place at a company or a shop called bagel boss uh, it's a chain bagel place, kind of like a Manhattan bagel or anything of that nature. The video opens with a... Sh- he's a tiny man. <laughs> he's a tiny... Be nice now. He's a tiny man. Small man, big temper. Be nice. <laughs> you may be listening. <laughs> um, opens up with him yelling about uh, how being short and women think that he should be dead or something like that. Um, so... 
right right away just from the start of the video man when he has like the little temper tantrum and i'm <laughs> so, like i i hate saying it because like you know he's little so it's like yeah, you know okay, you, you, you view him as being a child so it's like a temper tantrum but man yeah. if you, if you're a small person and you're gonna like throw down like you throw your arms down in a fit of rage yeah no of course i, I hate to say it man but nobody's gonna take you seriously well i mean i i mean he's definitely got some sort of issues growing up were i mean he did look italian no offense to italians but you know like probably, say they're i angry. think he is italian they're, they're, yeah but um obviously growing up he probably had temper tantrums and no one really told him no that he can't do that nobody really taught him but other other than that my question is i wonder what the context was before because obviously you have what he's saying but he's that's distressed. a big question of mine too yeah like yeah. i actually wonder what happened because i mean Listen, like, I, I do this thing where, like, I kind of, like, gaslight myself. Like, sometimes I get, like, stuck in, like, I'm in a shitty mood. I'm just, like, thinking about people I don't like and, you know, like, the, the hypocritical shit that they say. And I kind of, like, create ideas in my head and kind of run with it until I stop myself and tell myself, listen, that's not real. That's not what they said. That's not what's happening. But I think what we saw here with the Bagel Man is, like, a real-life version of that. Like, I, I think he, from the sounds of it, he did, like, a dating website or something or dating in general real life dating millennials you know yeah but um <laughs> real life dating and i guess he got told he was a small dude and fine whatever i mean small dog syndrome you know you're small you're you get real defensive easily yeah. i understand it's kind of similar to having a small penis shout out small penis people but <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> no but he, he was uh he was very self-conscious obviously and like Somebody said something very hurtful to him. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's yeah. with a small penis. <laughs> but um, obviously he was hurt. Obviously he was hurt. And like, I understand, but there's no need to take that out on people. And like, I've been, I've been a hothead before and angry and wanted to start fights with random strangers, which is very dangerous. Don't do that. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, he's pretty much what he's doing. Like, he's taking out on people who don't deserve it. Um, as far, like I said, with context, who knows? Maybe the girl who rejected him or told him this was in front of him for all we know, filming him. Who knows? Very unlikely. Yeah, but. very unlikely. But um yeah man he's upset but my favorite part of the video is when he got uh when he started he chest got bumping. smacked down no, oh no, no. you like he got that smacked part. down at the end and it was like bro you can't talk like you can't talk like that to people man they're just strangers yeah. we don't know anything about you like <laughs> control yourself no bro which my, is a very responsible thing to do because i thought it was about to be a fight my favorite part of the video is when he goes up to the guy and he chest bumps him but like his chest goes into oh the guy's God. dick he's like come on man hit me he's like that really small like buff dude standing next to what, what was that celebrity like taylor swift or something or some like woman i don't know he was like standing next to some woman and she had like a microphone i guess she was a presenter and his like br like i want to say his tits but like he's like buff so like his pecs are like all like sticking out his arms are fucking huge but this guy looks like he's literally like 410 yeah like he looks tiny he's got like he's like bald and got like this look he's looking at her like this most like dead stare I don't know. It's just like he kind of reminded me of that meme. Yeah, like, it was very much so. For some of the viewers who recognize that meme, <laughs> you know what I mean. But that that shit was hilarious. When he gets tackled at the end, I actually I watched the video a couple times, quite a few times. Uh, <laughs> but when he gets tackled at the end by like the big guy, I was like, that was a little unnecessary to actually like tackle him and bring him well, to the ground. But yeah. Then I watched it again. But it's better than him punching the dude, because that dude yeah. really did deserve to get punched, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, he deserved to get tackled, too, yeah. after I watched it a few yeah. times. He was being a dick. Just shouting like that in public. Like, I have bad days, man. Yeah. You know what I do when I have bad days? And I'm out you in public. You put a bunch of glass in a bag and hit with a bat? That's what I do. 
<laughs> it works. <laughs> when I'm having a bad day and I'm angry and I'm out in public, I don't act like that. Yeah. I don't act like that. I don't put my issues on somebody else, but I'm more like the guy that tackles the little guy. Like yeah. I've never tackled anybody. I wouldn't do yeah. that either. But like that's definitely an extreme. But that's yeah. a modest extreme. Yeah. If, if someone's like out there acting like a dick, yeah. I'll tell them they're being a dick. But especially if the dick is getting aggressive with you. If he starts like you know he's bumping into people mm-hmm. and trying to like, like be like alpha male on people. Like I understand mm-hmm. you're on your your rant and on your episode, but like mm-hmm. at the same time you got to relax. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the tackles a lot. I mean it was more like a tackle and a pin. Like he kind of subdued him, which I mean I understand. Because my father, you know, he taught me at a young age, there's a thing as like citizens arrest, just because he would joke about it. He never put yeah. me under arrest, guys. But <laughs> my dad, you know, he would joke about like, citizens arrest. You know, obviously, you're, I'm not a cop. Like, I, I don't know if that guy was a cop. I'm assuming he's not. Mm-hmm. But like, there's this thing as citizens arrest. And if one citizen sees another citizen just being, you know, completely, like, they're doing something illegal or like bored, like nothing like serious. Cause if, mm-hmm. obviously this guy whips, whips out like a gun or starts hitting people, obviously call the cops. Yeah. But like until there, you can kind of like, subdue the guy. Definitely don't hurt them and you can't commit a crime, but you can be like, Hey, listen, you got to wait till the cops come. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like, you're saying that with the knee to the back of their neck or, <laughs> or if you're just saying that, you know, you're subduing them. Funny after the fact, I don't know if you heard about this or not, but I thought this was hilarious. Apparently, uh, Bagel Boss started a um, like promotion. If oh, you no if you come in and you show them the video, they were going to give you a free mini bagel. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Awesome. That's so awesome. I was not expecting you to say that. That was awesome. If they, if they really are doing that, that's uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, need to I, go there. I heard is that. that uh, is yeah. that in New York City or is that North Jersey? Where? Oh uh, shit! I think it's in New York. I'm pretty. That looks like a good New York. York type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I spent the day. They in seem New like York, a New York type of guy. Yeah. That <laughs> was... Nothing against New York, but. Yeah, uh, New York City kind of just want to like, you know, not put your head down, but you do just want to walk straight ahead and you don't really want to get involved with anyone. Yeah. For the most part. All right, man. So we got a, we got quite a few trailers that we're going to be talking about. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got, let's, let's start it off with uh, what just came out uh, most recently. We're going to talk about Zombieland to double tap. Right on. on. Uh, So I was, I was kind of interested. You never saw the first Zombieland. No, I am not. Uh, this is something we were talking about before we started recording this. Um, hey, man, like with the movies, I'm really hit or miss, and it's embarrassing because you know, especially being an actor and like just talking to people in general who watch a lot of movies. Like, oh, hey, have you seen this? I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, hey, have you seen that? No. I, I feel like my answer is always like, no. Or like, oh, hey, maybe. Ha. Huh? Just kidding. No. <laughs> it sucks. But um, Zombieland, the first one, I've seen like. I I feel like I've either seen parts of it or I've seen lots of commercials. Like the faces are familiar. Yeah. Like I I've probably seen it and didn't know it, but yeah, no, it's awesome. I, I don't like v- v- vividly recall watching. It's the whole thing. it's a it's definitely uh is very popular. It looked great for the time. Yeah. Uh, it came out. I think Zombieland is still it has a huge following to mm-hmm. it. Uh, you the know. trailer. This this Ooh, trailer. This let's good. let's talk about like this it. trailer. Not seeing the first one. What were your thoughts of this trailer? It looked very. Um, it's kind of like what was that movie? Shaun of the Dead. Yes. It just it reminds me of like you know a, a like a, a good hearted uh, humor like a type of comedy twist to something that's normally very serious. Like you know you have the millions and millions of like gory zombie horror movies, but this one's like you know the concepts of zombies and all that stuff. But it's so fun. It looks it has such a nice uh, a light light airedness to it. It's really nice. 
is happy. Yeah, it, it's definitely it definitely seems like it's going to be a lot of fun um, mm-hmm. compared to the first one, especially the first one was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing about the I, I'm not a huge fan of Jesse Eisenberg. Really? So yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of him in general. The only thing I've ever liked him in was the social network. And in that movie, you're meant to hate him. So oh, it's like, uh, no yeah. matter what, I hate him. You love hating him. Uh, <laughs> hater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're a uh, hater. I got you. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, Emma Stone is awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Woody Harrelson, if you, you you can't dislike Woody Harrelson. I love all, I think all their faces are great. I think the, as far as the cast goes, the chemistry looks good. Yeah. Like they look like, you know, there's some actors, they don't look Definitely like they should be chemistry. that part. Yeah. These actors, like it's a good mix. It's a good mix. Like you got some crazy, you got some, you know. I don't know. It's it's really nice. I like the cast. I'm with you. I, uh, definitely as like a, an ensemble, I definitely enjoy them all together. Compared to the first movie, this one actually seems like it's going to be more of a lot of love stories going on. Of course, watching it like it looks like. <laughs> Emma Stone and Jesse Eisenberg are in this love mm-hmm. triangle with new blonde chick. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. The one I called Paris Hilton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said, who's she supposed to be? Paris Hilton? <laughs> I swear to God, I thought she was portraying Paris Hilton. She's just oh, a, man. Yeah, this is a ditzy blonde in a pink uh, sweatsuit. Sorry, Paris Hilton. Please don't sue me. <laughs> She can. She can. <laughs> You're doomed now, Nikita. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so a little love triangle going on between those three. I'm not really buying the whole Emma Stone digging. I, I got to put my hate for Jesse Eisenberg aside, but like, I, I don't buy that she's jealous. I, well, you know what? It is the end of the world. There's not a lot to choose from. It's between yeah. a young guy Damn. and Woody Harrelson. Take some so. personal digs. I got yeah. you. No, I'll take them. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, there's a little love story going on with, uh, shit, uh, Little Miss Sunshine, Abigail Breslin, <laughs> and uh, the hippie with a big giant bag of weed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, that looks like middies. I'm sorry. All right, <laughs> you said guys, that when we watched I can talk about it. this. I'm a medical marijuana patient. I can talk about this legally. But I'm sorry. That weed, like, that just looked like shake. I'm sorry, like the bottom of the bag, but it's a whole, that was a big bag. That was a huge bag. That, that had to have been like a quarter pound or a half pound of weed. But it was all like, oh, it was like, a, it looked like stuff that's already been through a grinder and like maybe vaped a little bit. It's brown. <laughs> Whatever, movie props, you know. But movie props, unless you're Snoop Dogg, then it's a quote unquote movie props. It's, it's real weed. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that was funny. Um, I gotta say, you mentioned it. I don't, the one thing I didn't really get too much from that trailer is serious. Um, now, I mean, as far as what my take on the whole movie is, it, it seems very happy and cheery, but like, you know, still like there's going to be some serious topics, sure, like a love, a, a love story, fine, but um, it's just, I personally liked it because it didn't seem too serious, it was almost like satirical, that's that's kind of why I thought that blonde girl, the ditzy blonde girl was supposed to be Paris Hilton, because you know, some movies they make like little like mockeries of certain famous people that everybody knows, right it's not like a running joke. And that's what I thought it was because it just felt like a really satirical, lighthearted, funny. Yeah, it's it's thing. it's not it's um there is deep down there's a good story going on with these characters, especially in the first mm-hmm. one. You do get a serious tone of them coming together. You f- you do feel for the characters at some point uh, throughout the movie. The first one I think came out like ten or thirteen years ago. There's been talks about a Zombie Land two coming out for a long time. Wow. I think there was even like a short lived TV series that's at a one long point. Time. Yeah, they did the same thing with Anchorman. 
Yes. Anchorman and also was Super a, Troopers. We were just talking about Super it. Troopers sequel, as well. I, I love this. I love Super Troopers. Yeah. The, the first and second, but there was a good gap in between. You, you have a huge cult following between mm-hmm. those two movies and Zombieland. Right. There's a huge cult following between these three movies. Mm-hmm. And then when you go ahead and you release the sequel, so many years later, it's dangerous. It's very dangerous Sequels because inherently are dangerous. Is there well? Not that they're dangerous, like there can be a good reaction from having Mm -hmm. a sequel or a trilogy. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. doing it so many years later, it's so risky. Like you just said, you watched The Incredibles and Incredibles 2. That's animated. It's animated. Yes. Yes. And people have been craving an Incredibles 2 sequel. People Mm -hmm. have been thinking about a Zombieland 2 trailer just because it's been talked about. When you drop Anchorman 2, the huge following you have for the first one doesn't go and see the second one. Right. That's tough. It's very risky. You it's kind of like, what was that? Um, what was that? Was it Monsters, Inc. or something? There, there's, Monsters, Inc. Was yeah, that, that the had... movie that like recently it came out? And it's like all the kids are watching it now, but like all the people who are adults now were kids when the first one came out. That's Toy Story. That's Toy Story. Toy Story. Wow, that's embarrassing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, with Toy Story, it happened because like a lot of the following for the earlier ones, they're adults now. They're a lot older now. It's like, move well, over, kid. I'm going to be first in line for well, this it's, one. <laughs> it's surprising. When they announced Toy Story 4, you're like, mm. why are you going to re-release this? It's a perfect trilogy, some say. Ah, so when right. Toy Story 4 comes out, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when Toy Story 4 comes out, you don't know how it's going to do, yeah, it's, it's but fire. it's crushing. It's, it's crushing right now. Everyone's loving it. Like you Good said, you them. have the generation yeah. that saw it when they were younger, like myself mm-hmm. included. You see the first one, you see the second one, you see the third one. You're like, damn, that's a good way to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. What? You're doing a fourth one? Yeah. You go and see the fourth one and you're like, damn, yeah. it, it's still good. It still hits. Oh man. Well, hey, that's good. That that definitely is a, a good scenario. Um, mm. You mentioned it uh, with the, the long period of time in between movies. My question is... How do the actors? Um, how do the actors keep going with that? Because you know, like, how do you get back ten, in the character? Ten, well, not yeah, not even that, but also like I mean, I know makeup can do a lot, but like mm. I mean, ten years—it's a long time, especially if you're already kind of like in your 30s or 40s. I mean, you'll you'll look different. Yeah. You know, you get but older, way- you start looking different. So I'm thinking to myself like, how do the actors? still look recognizable i mean i know makeup can do stuff but or maybe did the directors uh, kind of play on the change in age that's going to depend on the script too man Mm -hmm. like is this is a story set 10 years in the future from what we just saw like is it actually following our set timeline you know for zombie land i don't know i don't know i don't know no um Another thing you can do is de-aging. You'd see that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe all the time. Hmm. Now, uh, in a lot of movies, you see de-aging technology where, you know, you see, like, in uh, Civil War, for example, you saw Robert Downey Jr. in a scene where he's pretty much from less than zero Robert Downey Jr. Like, they they can do incredible things with the tech now. I, I see this being a story where they've been on the road for probably, like, they'll probably do it, like, five to nine, ten years or something. Mm-hmm. I'm sure like it'll be in real time because um, I mean they, they even make a joke like in the beginning of the trailer too in the White House where Woody Harrelson's at the yeah. you know you know <laughs> you know who that's a shot at I'm not going to mention yeah. them yeah um there were some cool there were some cool throwbacks in the trailer too you're not when they pull up in the truck there's the twink mr twinkie is on the the hood of the truck that was pretty cool yeah and uh (laughs) (laughs) that was a cool uh homage but then oh man at the end of the trailer uh you got excited about this which i was very happy about when the monster truck comes up and we see uh luke wilson yeah come out and you're like oh shit yeah oh shit i was like yeah man your face yeah Like, like i said um I'm not the biggest in the movies now. It's not that I don't like him. I just like don't feel like I was. I, I get to watch him enough. But like when I was younger, I'm saying like 
late 90s, or like 90s movies, like early 2000s, maybe like early 2010s, which feels crazy to say the 2010s. Yeah. I said this before, but it just makes it feel so futuristic. But like that era of movies I, I've seen a lot of. And like, I mean, and if I haven't seen the movies, I've seen the faces. Like I know the faces. Yeah. And that, that's my problem. It's not even just with actors, it's with people in general. I know faces more than I know names because I just meet so many people. But yeah. what doesn't overlap is the faces. You know, like your your face is, is unique. You're beautiful. <laughs> I mean, my face is unique too. I'm beautiful. You know, unless you're twins, you're not gonna overlap. Yeah. So with actors, like I, I knew his face before I knew his name, and it was, I was happy to see. I, I'm, yeah. I'm always happy to see when a movie has a strong cast. Yeah. Like when you have whether it's people who are just like great actors or people who are you know very popular or, or even ones that have lovable faces. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, Luke Wilson looked great. I, I, I like his face. Something about it. Um, yeah. It reminds me. Who's that other guy? Not is his name Owen Wilson? That's his brother. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they are related. Yeah. I was gonna say he looks a lot like that guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, now I mean, now that I thought about the names, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So they are related. Yeah, it's a shame what they say about Owen Wilson. They say it looks like he got hit with a baseball bat. Yeah, it is but, like, a shame. His nose is crooked. I, yeah. I, don't, I just I, think he has a big nose. I don't think it's that crooked, but maybe I just didn't see the right angle. I mean, it, it is crooked, but I mean, yeah. despite that. He, but their faces, they're so recognizable. Yeah. And I'm not going to say if they're beautiful or ugly or whatever, they're recognizable. Yeah. And I think for as an actor, that, that plays a big part. It's kind of like, you know, it's your advertisement, your face. You know, it's yeah. your business right. card. You know, you know who Owen Wilson is when you see him. Yeah. yeah. The other thing, once uh, Luke Wilson comes out of the car, we get the uh, the annoying guy from Silicon Valley. So I thought that was kind of funny <laughs> because it's like a lot of people are like kind of split on him the same way they are about Jesse Eisenberg. So I thought that was kind okay. of funny to cast him in that part because you're you're seeing Woody Harrelson come face to face with Luke Wilson, who's supposed to be like his doppelganger. And okay. then all of a sudden guy from Silicon Valley comes out and you're like, Oh, there's just, this makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that whole trailer was great. It was, it was a lot of fun. Like I, I had like a lot that. of fun with the first one. I'm not going to, I don't, I don't ever want to count anything out until I actually see it. So like, right. I wasn't asking for it. I know a lot of people were, I'm good with the first one. I, I'm, I'm excited to see this. I know I've said this a million times. The to me, the the zombie genre uh, is kind of dead. Like there's, it's kind of been beaten to w- death. Would you would you say that it's like beating a dead horse? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. <laughs> this this horse won't fucking die. Is the problem? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Let's let's see what happens with it. But uh, let's let's go on to our next trailer. Uh, Ooh, we've excited. got which one do you think it's gonna be? Is it gonna be cats? We're talking cats, okay. motherfucker! That's, honestly, that's what I thought you were gonna do first. I was waiting for you to say, no. I, "I'm excited for cats." I, I, we're doing wow. cats right now. now uh. If I could say one thing about the cat chart, obviously, it's an interesting concept. I was telling you this when we were watching it again. It is very interesting. Um, it, it's different. Uh, you, well, we we were talking about what technology can do the capabilities of technology when it comes to movies. I mean, obviously you have the action movies, big explosions, but now this is like individual characters. These people are literally, they literally look like cats. Um, we mentioned Avatar. It looks like, it looks like Avatar, like a lot of CGI, a lot it of looks green like screen, Avatar. which if it's done right, it could be cool. I mean, honestly, this reminds, you know, the whole um, live action trend with movies now, like Pokemon and all that stuff. So yeah, the technology can really do a lot. And these cats, they, these people, actors dressed in or somehow made to look like cats, it, it really is convincing. And you mentioned it when we watched it. So when you can't make actors smaller, 
you make everything around them bigger. Mm-hmm. Part of the trailer, it, it, it showed cats jumping on what would be like a human-sized bed. And these cats are literally like the size of like what a tiny kitten would be. Except it's weird because they're standing on their two legs. Yeah. I mean, I, I mentioned how it almost seems like everything's choreographed as if it was like a theater play, which you brought to my attention. This is like based off of like an actual theater performance. So I feel like they move in a certain way where they kind of glide and they, they wiggle around they're very loose and they're their movements don't look like human movements they look like cat movements like everything about it on different levels is very convincing that these are cats i love it you say this in a very positive light i'm i'm gonna one huge positive thing i'm gonna say about this trailer is the choreography is absolutely beautiful the way these people move together it's stunning if i there was one thing i was gonna go to see this movie based on is the choreography because Mm -hmm. i I think it's absolutely gorgeous and that's Um, good that's important that you have that because it's based off of a play and that's the choreography is a big thing there the the music that the singing sounds good Mm -hmm. the singing sounds great that you know it is a musical uh the choreography the vocals it all sounds great what i'm gonna be in disagreement with you on is (laughs) the that these characters look good i i i I don't i do not think these uh, they look like cats i i I do agree they look like avatar cats um yeah i mean it's not like 100 they look like cats i I can totally understand where they're coming from with that i understand they do look weird like i said they definitely look weird um, and it's as a human, it definitely looks very inhumane. It does not look like a human type of thing. And it's yeah. interesting because these are human actors yes. who are acting as a different species, but like kind of like a human take on it. It's playful, you know. They're yeah. still on their back two legs, which cats do, but not like mainly. So uh, it, it definitely seems weird um, in a good way. I think it's weird in a good way. I think this movie has potential, mm-hmm. uh, especially uh, as you told me, seeing that. There is history behind this. It's not like somebody it out is, of the blue wrote something about cats. I'm pretty sure this is still the longest running play to ever be on Broadway. Wow. Uh, I may be wrong, but it was the longest running. And when they That's pulled it. something. Yeah, it, it was a good play, apparently. It I remember. Like, it seems like every year my local high school is doing the same play. So that's saying something. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I remember uh, back in the day, they right before they pulled it off Broadway, they had released a VHS uh, oh, like wow. they actually set cameras up and recorded it for the okay, first time. Now, now you guys just keep watching this. At, now. <laughs> at my my mother bought bought the VHS and we sat there and watched it and she was just like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh my god! Uh, so a bit- <laughs> <laughs> damn. <laughs> we uh wow. We didn't. We got maybe like fifteen minutes into it. We turned it off and that was it for cats. But, wow, that uh, is uh, harsh. Well, <laughs> you know, it's something. It's. It's the same thing as watching a movie on your TV or seeing it in the theater. You're going to get yeah, a different, different. experience yeah, from it, you know? You're right, you're right. I, I, I guarantee if we had went to went on Broadway and saw it in the theater... That's part of the performance. It would have been the huge. Live it would have been like, yeah. oh my God, that play was so amazing. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. you know, you can, seeing it on the small screen, it's yeah. completely different. Uh, I... <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> uh, so the, the cast that is in this movie, we've got... Uh, Pretty strong, I think. It it is a strong cast, sadly. We've got uh, Idris Elba. Sadly, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Man, I don't. I don't think the. the <laughs> I don't think the actors realized what they were getting into. Mm, fair um, enough. Uh, we've got Idris Elba. Who? Damn, Idris Elba is in Cats. Okay. Um, we got is it Ju- Taylor Swift. <laughs> we got Taylor Swift. I don't think Taylor Swift knows anything what she's getting into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cats. <laughs> <laughs> I like cats. Okay. <laughs> uh, we've got a. Uh, Ms. Dench, we've got Ian McKellen, we have got Jason Derulo. Okay. Um, <laughs> there we go. You're a fan, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we've got uh, 
shit, what's his name? James Corden. Okay. Uh, and we have got, uh, unfortunately, Rebel Wilson again. Damn. <laughs> uh, I'm not... <laughs> I, one thing watching the trailer, I saw Rebel Wilson, and I was like, "All right, I, I bet she falls in this movie." Oh my god! And, and she falls <laughs> she, in the fucking trailer. When they said her, when they said the name, she's just falling. Yeah, she falls every movie she's in. Man, she falls. Uh, wow, this is interesting. A, this is a, it's a, it's a <laughs> comedy cliche at this point. It's something called the Fat Fall. Ah, um, uh, yeah. Ke- Kevin James is uh, probably Humpty Dumpty falling off the wall. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Kevin James is most famous for this because he did this. He does this in almost every movie. He does this uh, in King of Queens. Okay. Um, Rebel Wilson is the female version of Kevin James. She falls okay. in almost everything <laughs> she does. Last thing I want to say about this is uh, actually a couple more things. All right, you got some opinions. I got some opinions. <laughs> Let's hear the uh, opinions. <laughs> there, is another, there is another version of this I recommend everyone watch. I wish we watched it before doing this mm-hmm. now that I'm looking at my notes here. Uh, there is a cut for the trailer where somebody cut the cast trailer to I Got Five on it. Oh, wow. Well, that's that's funny because I, I wow, that's funny. Um, so I, I wish we had watched that because we had mm-hmm. talked about that too. But uh, I, I, I do believe this movie is gonna bomb. Uh, okay, I, I've got a I, I, I don't ever want a movie to bomb, but this is one I can, <laughs> I really don't, man. I like people are Wait, coming together. Now, just to clarify, do you want this movie to bomb or do you just think it's no, gonna bomb? I don't want it to bomb. All right, so it's not uh, from it's a hate perspective, no, no, you just I don't, don't see much, much uh, potential. There, there's no hate towards it at all whatsoever. Yeah. We gotta clarify that, guys. We're not a hateful corporation here, <laughs> we're, not, we're not hateful here. It, it's not even that, man. It's it, the, the special effects don't look good to me. I think everyone else is gonna <laughs> see that they don't look good. I think it's just silly enough to where people could kind of... I don't know, They man. might. It's also going to be a Christmas movie, and that's one of the other oh, things, too. At the very end of the trailer, they say, this, hol- hmm. this holiday season, you will believe. You're right. I believe this movie's going to fail. You're right. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Hey, if it's a Christmas movie, you know, there's not... At least up here up north in New Jersey, there's not much to do when it's cold outside. Man. So if people find themselves in the movie theater... Hell, if I find myself in the movie theater, and maybe if there's nothing else that's better to watch... I think I'd spend maybe like 10, 15 bucks, well, 20 bucks or 30 bucks actually, including popcorn and drinks. Yeah. But I think I would, they'd probably get my money if I found myself in a movie theater. That's where it has the advantage, though, the fact that it is opening mm-hmm. during the holiday season, because yeah. that is one of the Kids. most busiest times of the year mm-hmm. where yeah. a lot of people go to the cinema. Oh, yeah. But let's get away from the cats. <laughs> All right. We're done meow. talking about the, the kids. <laughs> Hear the meow. dogs in the room now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to go into trailer number three, the final trailer of the night. We are going to be talking about... Pulling a blank here. Ah, oh, fuck. I'm I just kidding. Don't, what is it? Don't let go? Don't let go. Don't let go. All right, there. <laughs> <laughs> you did the snap and point at me. I was like, uh-oh, I'm pulling a blank. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Don't let go. This is one of those under-the-radar movies. Um, mm-hmm. I like to talk about these because they're not big pulls to the theater I think, and these are the ones that need to be talked about. These are the ones that people mm-hmm. need to see. Watching this trailer, I was like, "Damn, this looks really good," and mm-hmm. I know not a lot of people are going to go watch it. Yeah, I, I think I know what you mean. Um, this, uh, from my first impression, it seemed like one of those movies that you really got to think about. Um, personally, I like thinking. Um, I love reading books. I just don't get to read books that much. But I love the concept of reading books. It makes you think. You, you really got to follow along to understand what the story is. And I feel like this is one of those movies where it's like. You got to follow on. I think it has a good plot. I think it has lots of potential. And you were explaining to me how um, it's pretty much the guy's living in the future. 
man, he's trying to stop his own daughter's death. Which, like, that whole concept is really, like, when you start doing time, mm-hmm. it, it gets crazy. You really got to follow along, but there's potential. Yeah. What's it, your thoughts? He's, so he's, he's living in the present, and he, he has a very strong connect. It's not his daughter. It's his niece. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Um, he has okay. a very strong connection to his niece. He, I think, I'm pretty sure he plays a cop from what I get from yes. the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, very strong connection to his niece. Her father is not a, a very good guy. Funny thing here, the father is played by uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Now, I've dropped Brian Tyree Henry's name on this podcast every episode now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, same man out of Atlanta, same man that was in Child's Play, same man that's going to be in The Eternals. This guy is blowing up, and I'm so excited for him. He is that's such good. a good actor. Um, oh, good. Uh, guy's very protective of his niece. Uh, something happens where the father and the niece are killed in some sort of... Uh, like murder, I, I guess. I don't. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. We don't really get that from the trailer, but they die. Uh, weeks go. A couple weeks go by, and then the guy, our main character, gets a phone call from his niece. You know, he says, "Who is this?" And she says, "She goes, who do you think it is?" Uh, so he's actually communicating with his niece through time space. Um, she's living her life two weeks ago and he's in the present and he's communicating mm-hmm. to her. So now he's in a race against time to try to figure out who it is that That's murdered okay. his niece and his brother i guess there's a movie that came out a while ago called frequency uh with uh dennis quaid and i'm blanking on the other guy's name shit um come on you're the professional here (laughs) (laughs) well he was jesus christ oh wow okay Right, Jesus, take the wheel. It was Jesus. <laughs> Jesus was the actor. <laughs> he was Jesus Christ, all right? Literally, he was Jesus Christ in The Passion of the Christ. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That kind of... Okay, he was literally playing that character, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> movie called Frequency, where uh, he communicates with his, with his father through uh, space-time, through uh, uh, ham radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very similar. This seems like it's going to be a lot more action-packed, a very more, very more upbeat. Frequency was awesome. I think that's a movie that flew under the radar with mm-hmm. a lot of people. Uh, I love that movie. This one seems like it's going to top it. Like I, I think I, I have a lot of hope in this movie that it's going to be mm-hmm. really good. Um, first time I watched the trailer, I was like, "Damn, I got to see this." It's also produced by uh, Blumhouse. Okay. I'm a huge fan of Blumhouse and a lot of the stuff they put out. That's not being a Blumhouse shill or anything. But so is this like a, a, I mean, obviously it's a pretty large production, but is this like a big movie or is this kind of one of those little ones that are kind of, you think it's going to be a hit? It, I think this is going to be a, a sleeper cell where it's going to be a hit. Okay, like a low-key um, hit. Yeah, I do right. think this one's going to be hit. A lot of people aren't going to be aware of it at first. Yeah, it's going to okay. hit theaters. There's going to be feet on it. There's going to be talk hey, about it's it. It's going to grow feet and it's going to move. Okay. Uh, with Blumhouse, they're a very low-budget production company okay. so we're probably looking at maybe like a 10 million dollar budget on this movie which for those of you who aren't actors or don't know that much about it, 10 million dollars isn't that much it's, i remember the first time i heard about a 1 million dollar production i was like oh my god a million dollars that's, <laughs> that's really not that's an independent and, right yeah there. <laughs> exactly it was it was it actually was um i believe it was one of the movies uh quinn and i uh, i don't know if you guys met quinn you may soon but um we went up to the tribeca film festival in new york city and there was a movie that we were watching. I'm not going to say, I don't remember the name of it, but it was somebody that like we worked with, we knew them and the movie was great. And yeah, man, they said they had the whole ceremony. They were talking about it. Yeah. It's a million dollar budget, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, wow, it's so much. And then, and then like, I'm hearing about all these like Netflix productions and like bigger, bigger movies are like 50, hundred million dollars. Like uh, it's crazy. Like the deuce. 
uh, for, for HBO, like there's millions, millions and millions and millions running around there. It's nuts. Yeah. It really got me thinking, where does all that funding come from? Imagine, imagine you're loaded and you have like $500 million and you're like, all right, yeah, you know, maybe you know, I'll just kind of throw $10 million at this company. Be like, hey, make me a movie. Yeah. You know, maybe you just really like Batman or something. Or maybe that's a bad analogy because it's hard to just make a Batman movie. But let's say you just like something and you're like, hey, I, I like this so much. I want to see a movie made and I'm going to pay for it. Like, it's, it's crazy. If you can sell it, they'll 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 make it rain on you, man. Yeah, but this movie, uh, this looks like it has some potential. Um, I I personally like it. Um, it it reminds me of a of the actor kind of reminds me of Christopher Mann. Uh, and they, remember the AC Cinefest yeah, that I went to? Yeah, Christopher remember, Mann. Remember, I forget what the movie was called that they showed there, but he was in it. And I just remember the whole, there was like this uh, was whole it like, like emotional pieces or something like. I that. guess I guess what I'm trying to say is like the chemistry between the 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 actors themselves, but also between the actors and the the situation. Yeah. I, I think some characters, some actors, are really good at portraying certain scenarios, and it's not you can it's believable. You know that movie is believable. That guy. I mean, they were all great actors. It yeah. all looked very real. Because I'm usually very picky with movies. That's yeah. that's one of my problems. Because I'm the one that sits there. I'm like, oh, that thing moved. Oh, that thing moved. Oh, wait, that wasn't really there in the other scene. Uh, you know how they, they cut from different angles of the, the same actor? Issues, yeah. That's really like five or six different takes of the same scene, as you know, oh, being yeah. in acting. Yeah. So they kind of string it all together. And, you know, sometimes it's, the consistency isn't there. And there actually is a role, as far as the production companies go, and people making movies. There's a person who's in charge of consistency. And Mike Lemon was saying at one of our classes, uh, he was saying, I would be very good at the consistency role. Because that's just, I'm just kind of that asshole, I guess. Not, mm. not even that much of an asshole, just more so I notice the little things. Like for movies, I like seeing the bigger picture, but I feel like it's comprised of all the little, the smaller pictures. Yeah. You know, and that's what I really get from the movies. It's like I'd like to get really immersed in the whole scene. I feel like this movie would be great for that. And if you actually sit down and turn your phones off, or I mean, best scenario, go to movie theater, or if you have a nice home theater, or whatever, like really sit down and really get focused. You know, maybe smoke some weed. You know, get really <laughs> have a couple beers for you. you can't smoke. Get really into the movie and like really understand what's going on and what they're saying. And that's where I think the beauty is found in in the art form of making movies. You know, when you have a movie that can really get a message across or really somehow captivate you as a viewer and and, and ultimately entertain you. You know, some people are just really good at that. Some movies are really good at that. I love it. I think it's I agree. beautiful. I agree. Absolutely. 100%. All right. Well, let's get into our main topic of the night. But before that, I just want to give a couple quick shout outs. Uh, a couple trailers you guys should check out that also came out. Um, Mr. Rogers has another movie. Instead of Won't You Be My Neighbor, the documentary, there is an actual movie coming out featuring Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers. If you want to cry a lot more than you already did during Won't You Be My Neighbor, go ahead and check that out. Uh, there's also Jojo Rabbit. Definitely check that out. That's another movie from director Taika Waititi. If you don't know Taika Waititi, I'm sure you've seen Thor Ragnarok. If you haven't seen that, you've probably seen What We Do in the Shadows. If you haven't seen that, you've probably seen Hunt for the Wilder People. If you haven't seen any of them, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Go see those movies. They're great. A couple other things. Big news announcements. Avatar has finally been dethroned as the highest grossing movie of all time by Avengers Endgame. Oh, hell yeah, that's awesome. So excited for that. Updates on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Blade will be a part of Phase 5. It is not going to be a part of Phase 4. 
As of right now, it is labeled as being a part of phase five. Also, a little correction on the previous episode. David Harbour is not cast as Taskmaster. He's going to be playing the character Red Guardian. If nobody knows who Red Guardian is, he is the Russian Captain America. Uh, I have no idea who... Did you just give a fist bump to Red Guardian? I, mean, I have to. It's in my blood. Nah, I respect that. Um, <laughs> I have to drink some vodka to that too. <laughs> Take a shot. Uh, he will not be Taskmaster, but he is going to be playing the villain. Uh, I'm assuming villain of Red Guardian because he is the opposite of Captain America uh, in the comics. Uh, now let's break it down. Nikita, are you ready to talk about? Our streaming movie. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. All right. So the movie we are going to be talking about is Point Blank. It just came out on Netflix uh, a little bit ago. Uh, It is starring Anthony Mackie and Frank Grillo. And it's directed by Joe Lynch, uh, one of the key players of the series Hollister. Story follows a nurse played by Anthony Mackie who is caring for a patient played by Frank Grillo. Anthony Mackie gets caught up in a world of a a lot of bad shit. There's a lot of bad shit going on, but, uh, you know, it's one of those stories where it's the wrong place, wrong time. Being the nurse, he's caring for Frank Grillo, who's the bad guy, and they go on to this adventure together. It's almost like it's supposed to be a buddy cop kind of movie, but, um, you know, get into it. Nikita, what were your first impressions after watching Point Blank? I gotta Blank? say, um, the, the layout of the movie, it's like, from the very beginning, it's like, you know, all these crazy things are happening. It's all these different storylines. Now, you know, as the movie goes on, you're introduced to more people, and it gets a lot more complicated, but I love it, because it's all these different stories, they go different directions, and it intertwine. And it's really interesting to see how it all interacts. And um, furthermore... It's, I love when movies, like, they show a scene at the beginning of the movie, like, when the, the guy got shot, you know, the, the person was murdered, and how it all starts out. Um, I don't know if we're doing spoilers here or not. Oh, oh, quick thing. Okay, so, normal, classy as always. We're going to do spoiler-free to begin with. Yeah. Once we get towards okay. the end, we're going to do a spoiler-filled discussion. Okay. And we will give you a warning once that comes around in case you do want to go watch this movie. It's on Netflix, you know, so just go ahead and watch the movie. Come back and listen to us. We'll be happy about that. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) It's all I'll give you. But, um, yeah, it does... How it starts out... Yeah, that's not a spoiler, but it it starts out like a guy's getting murdered in a house and someone's jumping out of the house. It's it's crazy because that scene throughout the movie was revisited a couple of times. And every time you get another piece of information... Now, it kind of ties back to what I was saying about how I like movies that make me think. you got to pay attention and tie it all together yourself. Yeah, yeah. This definitely did that. I, I really like that about it. Great movie. So you, you enjoyed it overall? Oh, yeah. It was, right. it was great. I think the storytelling was great. Um, the acting was great. I didn't see any inconsistencies, which was nice. That's, that's rare. Uh, like nothing. I didn't uh, see anything. I, I will agree with you on the inconsistencies. The acting, also, I agree with you on. Anthony Mackie was awesome in this movie. He's been like hitting he has a pretty. Good face. He he does. He's got that perfect face. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know about perfect. Actually, I think it's imperfections that I think his teeth are a little far apart. Right? Uh, like, that's what like makes that him perfect. Terrell Owens look. You know, that's what makes him perfect. Between those two teeth, you know. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's fucked up. Uh, I I but think me and you are on the same way. page though. I think we're on the way. same page. The yeah. imperfections are what make yeah. you perfect, and Anthony mm-hmm. Mackie has a perfect face. Yeah. Uh, Frank Grillo. He's been one of those actors to me he's been popping up mm-hmm. all over the place you know um yeah. being in the mcu now he's been crossbones he's also been in the purge series this guy he's just coming on he's like a huge action star he was also in the 
He's buff as fuck too. <laughs> Fun fact, man, he's a fighter in real okay. life. Like Makes he sense. he's practiced like fighting. So like, mm-hmm. um, he was in uh, that movie Warrior. I don't know if you're familiar okay. with that yeah, one. Yeah, I've seen yeah. it. I think. Um, he was part of that, and uh, the, the dude's a badass. Uh, he's you know, veiny. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, he's if veiny. If you're that buff, you better be a fighter. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> <God, I'm> <laughs> the uh, yeah. dude's a badass, man. He's a he's definitely a, a huge action star, I think, man. And I think he's one of those hung, unsung heroes of being an action I just star. I gotta say, when you look when you look this movie up, point blank on Google, and you look at the cast, you see what's his name, Frank Grillo. Yeah, Frank Grillo as Abe. That's all. No, no last name, just Abe. His character's name was Abe. I mean, I, I know I understand that's written into the story how like this character's supposed to be a badass, but I think Frank Girl, I think he definitely uh, played. He portrayed that character very well. He is. He, he was a badass. Whole movie is a badass. Not someone I want to get on the wrong side of. Yeah, whether it's did. in real life or in a movie, uh, bro. In real life, you probably don't get a, want to get on the wrong side of him yeah. either. Like, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I've, I've seen a couple interviews with them. Oh shit, we got a call, dude. Ah, there oh we shit. Go. Or guest of all. Yo, dude, what's going on? You're live right now. Yo, We're buddy. recording. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yo, buddy. <laughs> That's amazing. That's cool, man. I didn't mean to get in the way of your uh, podcast there. You're on our podcast right now. Oh, well, hello, guys. My name is Quinn Shallow, um, and I know nothing about movies. This is Quinn Shallow, guys. This is our, <laughs> our honorary guest. What's he, going he on? He is not the meme god. He is the, the meme queen. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, dude? <laughs> Nothing much. I got uh, I got stuck in the studio a little late. I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm still here. We still got some more recording to do, actually. Right um, on, right on. Busy B. But it sounds like you guys are a little busy too. So that's good <laughs> for me. Um, I want to know if you guys want to meet up after. Yeah, uh, yeah, dude. Uh, you want me to hitch up after we're done here? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not even done here at all. I'm still at Weeks Baron and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Just just let me know when you're done. All right, for sure, man. We'll give you a we'll give you a call back once we're wrapped up. All right, sweet. I didn't know how late you guys were planning on like how or, or how or how late you guys could stay out and stuff like that, but let me know. All right, definitely, man. All right. Hello from oh. Yo Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry. I said hello from Yo Buddy. Say, say bye to our audience. It's very muffled right now. I cannot hear Nikita at all. <laughs> oh, that sucks. You want to tell him what I said? Uh, he said, uh, uh, I said he sucks. Oh, uh, Nikita said he sucks. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I said bye to our audience. <laughs> all right, dude, I'll hit you up in a little bit, all right? All right, sounds good. Break a leg with the podcast. All right, man. He keeps talking about breaking right. legs. <laughs> Coming from someone like I actually did break my leg like horribly, and I still suffer from it, dude. It was when I was eighteen. I'm twenty five now. Earlier when I ta- earlier when I talked to him, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, you know, if you want to come over, hang out when we do the podcast, he's like, yeah, yeah, no, I got to do a lot of stuff at the studio, this and he that. Was busy, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I know that. But he he almost said uh, he started saying uh, good luck, but then he was like, good, good luck. Uh, break a leg. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if he says break a leg, he, he really means it. Yeah. A little plot twist. If he actually says good luck, it's like not good yeah, luck. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't really care. <laughs> Apparently yeah. that's a thing. I told Emily about it and, and my girlfriend. And she was like, yeah, man, that's like that's like everywhere. Like You don't tell people good luck. You know, that's bad yeah, luck. If it's you, bad yeah, luck. You say yeah. break a leg. <laughs> reverse psychology. Yeah. Brought to you by the Reverse Psychology Institute. All right, back to the movie. Yeah. Ah, fuck. We're, all right, yeah, so uh, Frank hey, Gorilla will kill you if you upset yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Um, um, I think his bond, uh, 
Frank Grillo, his character was Abe. The, the bond that uh, Abe had with uh, his brother, Mateo, I think those two actors, they, uh, they, they really did have some good chemistry. Um, as far as the movie goes, yeah, it was, it was great. One thing after another. It, was, uh, it kept you on your toes for sure. Now, I gotta say, toward the middle of the movie, you know, a lot of movies kind of witness this. Uh, I, I said this uh, earlier. But I feel like there was almost like a plateau. It kind of like like I'm still paying attention, but you're kind of losing me. Like there's a lot there's a lot going on, and people chasing after you. Then you know you you lose them for a little bit, and people chasing after you again. You lose them for a little. Bit, something happens, but the ending. Gotta say, not, without getting into detail, I just really liked how the ending was orchestrated. You know, it was almost like a what do they call it? Like a montage. Mm-hmm. It's like again with the stories, how they all went their own ways, and then the end, they, it just all works out. Like all these different stories, kind of you get closure, and it's good. It's not like some corny. It didn't. It, it wasn't corny. It didn't feel like they. It didn't feel very long winded, and right. then suddenly you're stopping the movie and it's done. Like some yeah. movies do that. Like they have such a great plot, and it's like okay, we ran out of ideas. Let's just end it here and give a little quick slapdash ending. And this movie was not one of them. It did a great job. Mm-hmm. It was very lots of closure. Felt great. Um, the the beginning of the movie, starting like you said, um, wide shot on a house. What happens from the wide shot on the house? I thought was very well done. And then once it gets into the actual movie, you start developing these characters uh, between Frank Grillo and Anthony Mackie and the rest of the cast. A lot of the cast I thought was uh, you know they were pretty strong. I did enjoy Anthony Mackie and Frank Grillo a lot. Uh, the actor who played Mateo, I thought he he was really good. Uh, the brother, yeah. um, the wife, I thought she was pretty awesome as well. Uh, yeah, she was great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked her a lot. What about Marsha? What was her name? Marsha on the cast says Marsha Gay something. Marsha Gay Harden. Marsha Gay Harden. There you yeah. go. Yeah, Marsha um, Gay Harden. I like her face. That's another one of those actors that have a face that's unique, but it's nice. She's not like ugly. She's I'm not gonna say she's beautiful, but like, you know, she's she's nice to look at. She's a good she has good facial expressions. I feel like she's a good actor in general. Marsha Gay Harden, she's one of those actors you wanna hate. Really? Uh, at least for me anyway. Wow, you were lots of hate coming from that side <laughs> of the table. <laughs> I just, yeah, man, I'll I'll praise it where it's needed. Uh Marsha Gay Harden's not someone that gets praised from me. Uh, unless, wow. like, she... Anything I've seen her in, it's kind of like, ah, oh, fuck, all right, it's her. Like, <laughs> she she has one of those yeah. faces to me. So, yeah. like, once I saw her pop up on screen, I was like, god damn it. Plot um, twist. He puts a, a, he puts a picture of uh, Marsha's face on a punching bag and punches it when he works out. It's Plot actually twist. in the room right now. Yeah, it's mm. staring at me. It's intimidating <laughs> me. <laughs> Just kidding. That's the clowns you have on the wall. <laughs> Uh, beginning of the movie I thought it was uh, it was it started off very well uh, once we got into like the body of it it, it kind of dragged out a little bit I mean you talks about this a little bit I think you mm-hmm. kind of agree with me here yeah. where it, it does you know uh, extend itself a little bit too much in the body of the movie once we get to the end uh, you enjoyed it to me it was a little lackluster uh, I guess I am kind of happy the way it did end compared to how it could have ended mm-hmm. uh, that's it, it, <laughs> giant nuclear bomb falls on the whole city yeah <laughs> you know the decepticons come down and blow yeah. the entire city up yeah yeah area 51 see we yeah. made round circle we're in a full circle you know <laughs> area food what happens the, the aliens come down yeah they know? take me up brother <laughs> and bagel guy comes out and punches anthony mack in the face yes uh, <laughs> is that how you would have had it end that's how it should have ended yeah <laughs> um. oh that's funny um, yeah 
Uh, the entire story ends like that. Uh, the the script itself, it was a little back and forth. Uh, there was a couple parts that didn't make a lot of sense to me as far as where the story was going. Like you were kind of talking about the cat and mouse mm-hmm. game of it, where it's like, we're here and now this is happening, so we gotta go here, but now this twist, is happening. Though. There was plot was twists. Cool. Yeah, plot twists mm-hmm. I saw coming, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, sometimes I get that, sometimes I don't. Yeah. It's interesting you say that. That That's, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What was your favorite scene? Me and you uh, because me we agreed on this we, one. We both share this favorite scene, and it's the car wash. When they're yeah. at the car wash, that is yeah. a very awesome scene. I just think like this is not a this is not a spoiler, but um, this doesn't really give away what happens. But like the, the main the main character uh, Abe, he he was injured, and he, you know the nurse obviously is, is was with him and has to keep him alive. And I just thought it was so badass where the the nurse you know injects him with what was that triple doll or something he injects him with something to get rid of the pain or, yeah. or something to do something and then he injects him with morphine and i remember abe was like shoot me up and he shot him up with the, like the pain drugs and then immediately he gave like abe just gave this wink and then he was like immediately like rolls right into a fight scene yeah it's just the most badass thing. it was start slamming people around and fighting and then you know the music the music is what music I was perfect the music for the whole movie was great um, yes it goes all over the place you got some rock you got some like classic stuff like it's it's nice yeah great selection i love movies have good selections of music but it was just so perfect what was the song called walking in the rain or dancing in the rain what was it Oh fuck! I forget uh, what it was called. I, I wanted yeah. to remember the name of the song specifically for this, but it was it was just so perfectly executed. Yeah, like a, a, a fight in a car wash, and they managed. Excuse me, they managed to throw in some humor there. That was one thing. Like this movie is generally kind of it's pretty serious, but they had just the right amount of comedy, yeah. and I I really liked that. The music was good. I think the topic, the general storytelling was good. I liked how there was humor in it for sure. Where I uh, this is where me and you are going to disagree again. Oh, there we go. Um, <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Um, the that was the one action scene, the car wash, where um, you know you see Frank Grillo going into a fight. I thought that part was awesome. The music, I agree with you. Yeah. Perfect. The music throughout the entire okay. movie is perfect. So you're gonna um, say you didn't think it was the, funny? <laughs> the, no, man. The comedy did not land what? with me at all. Oh, at no. Any any part where it was supposed to be funny, uh, <laughs> it did not land with me. Uh, that was where the it was kind. Old lady, though, come on. The, oh, oh man, that uh, it's it's beaten. I don't to want to get too much of it away, but like that was I don't know. I thought that was funny. Yeah. It's just one of those like like, like little like. It, fine, it's not like you're gonna be busting out laughing, but I just thought it was nice. I, I think it was appropriate. Hey, yeah. it's your own. If, Fair uh, I'm glad what happened to the old lady. <laughs> I'll say that, but like, um, <laughs> she's a bitch. Yeah, I, I, I did not appreciate the comedy at all. Um, that that's throughout Fair the entire enough. movie. Like, I watched, the, you know, after watching the entire thing, I didn't laugh at any of the comedic moments of it. That's, that's very valid. It's not like it was one joke that was unfunny. You, you just, all right, I can yeah. understand. Yeah, it, it, it once, once, like one. Thing falls short for you. It's kind of hard to. It's like going to a stand-up show, man. Like if yeah. a comedy, like if a comedian if is not performing, not well, yeah. man, he, it, you got to really fight to bring when, me back. When it rains, it pours. When you're in a car wash, man, you're fucked. All right. Um, <laughs> you know, mixed with the the story not really flowing for me, and the you know between comedy, it, it, it you know at some points I was thinking like, wait, is this an action movie or is it an action comedy? Yes. The, Good point. I wasn't really sure it knew what it was trying to do there. Like, mm-hmm. did it want to be an action comedy, like a you know a Lethal Weapon, yeah, yeah, where yeah. it was like, 
all funny parts, mm-hmm. badass parts, but we got, to me, we got one badass part throughout the movie. What was it? What do you think? Oh, the car wash part. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I think the bad, one of the, my favorite badass parts, and I can't go into specifics because I, I don't want to give away spoilers, but I think it was the ending. Um, I, 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 don't even, I can't really even talk too much about it because I'm afraid I'm going to spoil anything. Yeah, but save it. I, I think the ending was nice. Uh, as far as what's pertaining to Marsha, uh, to Marsha, uh, I forget the name of her character that she portrayed. But as far as what happened to her, I just thought it was awesome. Oh, am I allowed to say the details or? Uh, not yet. All right, cool. All right, yeah. Um, no problem. But I thought I, I thought it was very nice what, what happened to her. I thought uh, that was a very nice badass moment. Yeah, I, th- I think you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was great. I, I had an idea. There's one other part of the movie that I really liked. That I can't really remember it right now. But uh, whatever, it'll come back to me. Yeah, my, my favorite scenes were the opening scene and the car wash. The opening yeah. scene I thought was filmed perfectly. It was, it was well directed. Yeah. Actually, funny when he when uh when Abe gets hit by the car. It, it's funny because like you know it's like the special effects. Like you see, it's like I think yeah. they almost cut it together. It's like one moment it's a real body, other moment it actually kind of like visibly looked like a rag doll. Like, you know, obviously not going to really hit the actor or even a stunt double at that yeah. point. That was a, yeah. But, yeah, the consistency was nice. The whole movie, I think, was great. I really liked the plots. Um, out of out of 10 stars, what do you think you would give it? Oh, that's a fun, funny question. I was just going to ask yeah. you that. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm um, going to throw it back to you because I always let the guests give theirs first. Fair enough. Uh, personally, I think I'd probably give, like, somewhere between 7 and 8. Wow. I, I think it was, I mean, but, but hey... Maybe you know. Maybe I'm a little biased. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, I got involved in the movie. I really Good. liked it. Um, is it perfect? No. But as far as the cast goes and what happened, I think it was, I think it was generally speaking a very nice movie. It was enjoyable. Good. You know, man. I, I enjoyed sitting through it and watching. It was it was nice. I Good. Got I'm I'm happy you enjoyed it because after I watched it, I felt bad for asking you to watch it. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Dang, let's slam it down, slam it down. Have to, what are we talking? Two stars, three stars. We're going I'm going two stars on this. Ooh, I'm going two stars on Point okay. Blank. Yeah. Um, overall, enough. the story itself was a very up, up and down in a bad way. The script was very poor. Ooh, lead the curveballs. I was not expecting that. The lead actors were fantastic. Uh-huh. Beginning of the movie, I appreciate it a lot. Like I'm going to say that again. It was filmed very well. It was done perfectly. I I, I really enjoyed the beginning of the movie, meaning like the first scene, and then leading up to the body of the movie the body is where it started falling apart for me and then even going all the way to the end of the movie it it never brought me back so okay um those are the those are the two strongest parts for me yeah um every funny thing i mentioned sorry you remind me one of the things i think is important when watching this movie is what you take from it like what you're looking for um, it, it seems like you you want like the more like if it's an action movie you want it to be an action movie. Uh-huh. Um, for me, I personally I enjoyed seeing the blend of action movie and comedy. Uh-huh. I like that. Now, obviously, that's a personal preference thing, and I feel like that's the lesson here. It really depends what you as the viewer are looking for. Um, personally, I mean, I like things to be serious, but I don't like things to be too serious. I feel like um, if 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 you do it like a perfectly one hundred percent serious movie, it could be very good. But if it's not, I feel like it's gonna be really corny, and and that's like where like for me, I'd rather play it safe and be like, hey, let's have a serious movie, but let's also throw in some funny, lighthearted yeah. stuff to kind of keep it keep it coming from all over the place, you know, keep it going, make things unpredictable, make things. Um, I, I definitely agree with you. I think the first half of the movie, or at least maybe like the first third of the movie, was very like fast paced, lots of stuff happening, 
And it definitely did slow down toward the middle. Yeah. Uh, toward the end, I think it started getting a little eventful again, to be honest. <laughs> but I mean, I understand if you're if you're gone and you can't get back into yeah. it, then you can't get back. Yeah. I, I completely it, understand that. Yeah. You know, that that could just be a personal thing on me too. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. it just didn't grab me, but. Yeah. Um, I, I do agree with you 100%, Two though. Two stars. Two stars, man. Oh, shit. Uh, but dude. Can I adjust my score? <laughs> Ten stars. Ten stars to outweigh him. <laughs> I'm kidding. Maybe like a six. A five. Maybe like a one. Kind of, you know. <laughs> nah. But, dude, I, I, I do, I I do agree seven. with you, man. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's not saying that I can't have a blend of action and comedy because yeah. I love action comedy movies. Oh, There's yeah. nothing wrong with an action yeah. comedy movie, man. I love... You know, they're if they're done well, they're done well. To me, this wasn't done well. Oh wow, that's that's my fair enough. So uh, that is our oh dude. All right. So since you gave it a seven or an eight out of ten, what are your recommendations? Do you recommend people take the time to watch this? I don't think I think it's I think it's worthwhile. I think honestly, the end I think is very worthwhile. And I know, like, there's spoilers, and like, whenever you want to get into them, I, I just, I just want to say what happens at the end. Oh, we're getting there. I think we're it's getting one of there. My favorite parts. Okay. We're gonna get there. Okay, so. we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think, I think it's worth watching it just so you get the context for the end because I think the end was beautiful. Uh, it's no surprise I do not recommend this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> okay. um, uh, unfortunately, uh, yeah, I don't. I do not recommend this movie, even with the strength of Anthony Mackie and Frank Grillo. <laughs> it's unfortunate that I have to say that, but yeah, I don't. Even for background noise, don't even put it on. Um, oh shit! That, that's not a diss, man. Like I'll say, put a background Ooh, noise. I'm saying, like, falling asleep to it, not even <laughs> worth it, huh? <laughs> It's really not, man. Um, now, I guess a good way to decipher now is this a movie you would add to this beautiful movie collection? That's absolutely right in front not. Of us? Absolutely no? not. No. Wow. Uh, what gets added to this beautiful collection over here is uh, rewatchability. That's saying something. There's a lot of movies sitting in front of us. What are you saying? It's like 200, 300 movies. Man, this is over. This is, a couple, this this is, is over. Well, overall, I I own about more than 3,000 movies. This is, Jesus. Yeah, th- this is just wow. the, the gist of them. Okay. So you're like a like a picky whore, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry, no uh, I'm not a picky whore, you, man. You I own town, over 3,000 movies. Got standards? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But, hey, man, yeah, that's... that's no, man, I mean, honestly, man, there are a lot of shitty movies on these shelves oh, that I'll rewatch over that. and over. No, no, it's collection. true, man, like... <laughs> Dude, I own. Uh, let, let's see. What do I? What, um, Disturbing behavior. The, uh, that's with uh, Katie Holmes. It's a shitty movie. <laughs> nobody, nobody remembers it. Me saying that, everyone's like, what, "What's that?" Uh, yeah. It's, it's a, it's not a, it's not a great movie. It's actually a movie I enjoy very much, and I put, it, you know, I'll put it on for background noise. Um, <laughs> it's got that, but it's also, it's my, it's my personal taste too. You know? Yeah, that's um, true. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're, l- let's dig into spoilers. You ready for that? Okay, can yeah. I can I just can I just get out with it? I just do it. Say it. My, do it. Uh, I, I see over there. You're excited. You want yes. to let it flow. Go. My, my favorite part of the whole movie is all right. So honestly, uh, what's her name? Marsha Gay. What? Marsha Gay Harden. Marsha Gay Harden. The character that she plays, it's you know, it's a it's a corrupt cop, and like I'm saying, she's it seems like she seems like she's like the head of it. I don't know, but. I didn't really like her character, to be honest. Like, I like her as an actor, but the character she played was kind of like a character that I just didn't really like. Very corrupt, really, like, uh, heartless and just, like, fucked up. And pretty much that the last the last scene, she ends up shooting herself. Like, she's, she's exposed, 
and she's in the middle of a police precinct or something like that, and all the cops, you know, pretty much are looking for her. And she's sitting in the room. She knows the the jig is up. She has a gun in her hand, takes her badge off, puts it on the table. You know, it's like symbolism. It's like, okay, I'm not a cop anymore. And then she just, like, the song's playing again with the music. And the song's playing, this is the look of love or whatever. It was something really, like, symbolic. And they're saying, this is the look, or this is the look of love or, or something. And you just, the entire time, it's just her face. And she she has that Olivia Benson look. <laughs> you know, like, from SVU, she has that look. Like, yeah. Olivia Benson gets paid millions of dollars to make the same fucking face, and I love it. But, um... Yeah, Mar- Marsha Gay Harden. She she had that look. It was a complete hopeless look. She hated how this is ending, but like it's up. Like she's been she's been corrupt and uh, bad her whole life, and now she made your bed, sleep in it. And she fucking puts the gun right up to her head. Right as the cops storm in, she puts the gun up to her head, and the cops, you know, they see a gun going into the air. They start shooting. So it's death by cop. Yeah. I just think it was so fitting for for that character. Because it just shows her falling to the ground, you know, because like when you get shot, you're not dying immediately unless you're shot right in the face and she wasn't. So there's those brief like five or 10 seconds where she's dying and she falls to the ground. It pants. It's like her face looking up at the TV and the TV has a picture of her face saying uh, corrupt, corrupt cop whatever blah 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 there's this the symbolism that she was wicked her whole life yeah. she was killed by her own fellow cops and now she's dying watching her whole life unfold in front of her as she's as it's ending yeah i, I just think the symbolism there was beautiful it's like even if like the rest of the movie wasn't that great and, and like it was long-winded in the middle just the ending is there's so much symbolism and that's why i like to get so immersed in these movies because it really makes you feel, and I was really feeling for her. Like, yeah, man, she was corrupt her whole life, and yeah. she she met her maker, you know, and she got what was coming, man. Yeah, see, ah, oh, man. Let, 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 let's <laughs> let me talk. guess, you didn't feel for her, huh? <laughs> no, man, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so once she pops on the screen, the second I saw her come into play here, I was like. Oh man, it's fuck. It's her. There's this movie, The Mist. Have you seen that with the Stephen King movie? No, no. But I'm familiar with Stephen King, like his books. And no, his man. Stepfather was Check out The right. Mist. There's like a huge okay. like. I'm sorry, I know you guys are probably pounding at your steering wheels and pounding at your computers right now, hating me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the The Mist has like a huge. Well, at least it used to. I don't know about now, but like a split between. Uh, People that saw it, like especially the way it ended, there's oh. the the way the controversy. movie it, 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 huge okay. controversy. The Ooh. way it ended is a lot of people were like, "That was a terrible ending." Me, Shit. I loved it. Okay. I love the way it ended. Oh well, it turns um, out I guess I'm not gonna like it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You might, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, can I just say one more thing? Um, before the whole thing where where you see Marsha, you know, her ending. Can you tell me what the fuck was the part about with what is it, Big D? We're going to get to BD. We're going to get to Big D. Okay, okay, okay. I got a lot to say about Big D. Right, but right. um, so I was kind of confused about that. The Mist. She was in that movie, and okay. she played a villain, more or less. She was a, an antagonist. Uh, once she pops on scene in here, I'm like, eh, she's going to be the fucking bad guy. Yeah. It, it, it's just... It, oh, you saw it, it coming. Yeah, and it's it, that's one thing that sucks about some mm. actors. It's like once you see them on the screen, it's like you well, know what's happening. You're a bad guy. Yeah, you know uh, that's one. That's one of the things okay. that that kind of sucks, and I wish that 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 didn't happen. You know, being somebody who didn't know that beforehand, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, that's like, good. That that's a good. good. Plot twist. For yeah, me. that's yeah. good. Yeah. Seriously, I'm glad that like yeah. that surprised you. Yeah, and it's another thing about perspective because that, that's where I'm coming from. I didn't yeah. know her like that. 
That was, that was, that was a really nice plot twist. Got me. Good, good, <laughs> man. I, like, I'm glad it worked. Yeah. Um, me, it, unfortunately, I saw it coming. Her the entire time, it was... It, all I thought about was that annoying woman from The Mist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, oh, I, knew where it was, I knew where it was going in the second she turns at the, the pawn shop. I'm like, yeah, I fucking knew this was yeah. coming. Oh, my God, the pawn shop. Yeah. Dude, I love that character. What was his name? Cheeto? Yeah, yeah, the I... pawn shop owner. I love, I'm sorry, just the whole intro was awesome. You had that funky retro 80s music playing. I swear to God, I was expecting to see him playing like Pong or something. But he was like doing something with the circuit board, which is equally as quirky and so yeah. 80s. Like, I love it. Like, 80s, 90s, the whole everything about that whole scene. That was actually probably like my second favorite scene. The one th- I loved it. One thing about that scene, which kind of like really deterred me from liking it, um, is Anthony Mackie texts. You remember yeah. how like he's like charging his I phone. I was he's, like, it took me a I was, couple times. At first, I was like, scene. oh shit, that's fucking clever. He's charging mm-hmm. his phone, but yeah. he's charging his phone to text the cops who they were just running from. Like he helps yeah. Frank Grillo escape mm-hmm. custody from the cops, and now all of a sudden he's texting them, Honestly, giving them the I location. I think that was a story writing error. I think yeah. maybe like the, whoever wrote the story just didn't perfectly, or maybe it wasn't portrayed right. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe that was scripted. Maybe that was like kind of like let's improv it, or or who knows. But yeah, that whole scene, that that was a weird change in dynamic. I I was confused, Uh, let alone what the actor was doing. He was plugging in his phone and kind of... And then I had to watch it a couple times. I was like, okay, that's, that's weird. Yeah. It was a little choppy there for sure. Um, the the part with the pinata too, like I yeah. was like, oh okay, it, this is where it went back and forth a lot for me, man. Mm-hmm. Like the pinata, the camera is hidden in the pinata. Yeah, so yeah. to me, I was like, oh shit, this is gonna play a part later on where they're gonna have to come back here and grab the pinata to yeah, get the camera. Yeah, yeah. But the cops had the pinata. Had like, yeah, evidence. Yeah, that's actually a good. That's a good question. I wonder why like they even took it to begin with. Yeah. This is the fucking pinata. Hey, let's take this pinata. Yeah. I bet we can Unless get something. Unless it's like, oh, they just happened to take something yeah. that was crucial to the storyline. Yeah. Like that's kind of where it's not the most like well hidden as far as writing goes. Yeah. Like some of the things it's like, okay, this was meant to happen. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Let's talk about this badass uh, fight scene in the car wash. Yeah, okay. Because uh, this was the, the best part of the entire movie, I think. Our two main characters, they're talking in a, like a, a restroom or whatever yeah. it may be. And then, I don't know if you noticed this, but in the background, you can see somebody walking no, I didn't in the doorway. That. Dude, I, I noticed oh. this. I was like, dude, this is this is good. This oh. is good. This is where I was still into, into the movie. Okay. Right? <laughs> you see... <laughs> you see you see a guy in the background like he's small and then he gets closer and closer and closer as they're talking and then all of a sudden he comes into scene punching them and i'm like oh shit this then they start fighting in the car wash i was like this is a badass Mm -hmm. fight scene frank frank grillo's throwing down with this guy yeah fantastic the force of his punches yeah i gotta say that when the fight scene was initiated the first time i saw it I was confused because I thought Frank uh, Grillo, what's his name, Frank Grillo? Yeah. Frank Grillo, I thought that he punched the nurse. I thought that he punched him and then like threw him down to avoid him getting hit by this dude. Yeah. That's where I like, that was my first impression that I had to like rewatch and kind of really understand what happened. 
it, but that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't even see the guy walking up. Yeah, dude, it was yeah. it was it was pretty sweet that how that was done. It was the depth. They they gave the, depth to that whole scene. Yeah, yeah, nice. background to foreground. It was yeah, done very exactly. nicely. I love when movies do that. I love when movies have depth. Going yeah. back to the storytelling, yeah. like that had depth when you revisit yeah. a scene. Yeah, like yeah. even the the first scene of the movie, you see the wide shot yeah. of the house, and then yeah. you you see the gunshot, the gunshot. Oh, and then so him symbolic. breaking through the window, and the dude mm-hmm. when he runs from the background to the foreground, past mm-hmm. out of frame, mm-hmm. that. Dude, that was perfect. Yeah. The way that was done was perfect to me. Yeah, that first um, scene was very like a great way to, to yeah. start the movie for sure. So we've we've done the movie front to back, back to front. Yeah. <laughs> now I, we gotta do side to side. Let's, let's go side to side. Um, oh man. Yeah. So. Oh, Big D. You want to talk? Yes. About Big let's D? talk, about, let's Big talk D. about Big D. Big D. Uh, throughout the entire movie. It was just so random they're, to me. They're getting texts from a character named Big D saying, I'm oh, going right. to stab your eyes out. You keep fucking with yeah. me. Give me my money or whatever. And then when we meet Big D, it to <laughs> me, it felt like a Kevin yeah. Hart wannabe. Yes. Yes. That's hilarious you said. That's exactly the first person that came to my mind. Fucking Kevin Hart. Yeah. But it was crazy because like at first, this huge his bodyguard, this huge yeah. husky dude with a big beard and everything, comes up and it's like, oh shit, this is Big D. And then behind him, from behind him comes out tiny Big D, little guy, which really should be named yeah. Little D, which really stands for Little Dick. Yeah. All right, end of show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, that that was very. Uh, it was interesting how he his whole dynamic. Like I understand it. Oh yeah, you gave my money. Now we're all friendly and stuff. What I didn't understand is like, I understand he wants to be like a he's a Hollywood director wannabe. He's trying to make his own movie. I just don't understand how he kind of threw in this like very small little subplot where he's just trying to get footage for a movie. Like they end up doing the thing with the car and rolling it down the hill and causing this accident. Yeah. But it just didn't make sense to me. Like I understand maybe they didn't want it to seem so empty, his storyline, so they kind of threw this small thing together. I agree, yeah. But it just kind of confused me. Like, okay, like he was just so adamant about getting his footage for this movie, and they tried being funny with it, which I think in that case wasn't that funny. Yeah. Like, it just, it seemed like, like last minute, or like, too, not enough. Like, it was just kind of like, why'd you put that in there? Yeah, yeah. That, That's the only thing that about the movie that I gotta say, like, was an actual big, not a big issue, but like a, a, a substantial thing, something to mention. Yeah, and it's definitely worth mentioning. I just didn't really understand that whole part. Of yeah, uh, I I agree with you hundred percent on that on that one. When he, when he spoke, like even especially when they're at his you know his mansion, pretty much his yeah. house, he starts talking about all these movies and everything that he likes. Yeah. He t- he does that Kevin Hart thing too, yeah. where like he talks really fast, where it's like yeah, eh, he's really erratic. He's like blah, blah, yeah, blah, ain't nobody yeah. ain't nobody likes Scarface. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay, and like yeah. he you know it. It was more annoying than it was funny. There was nothing funny about the character of Big D at all, in my opinion. It was just also weird because, like, I I guess I kind of later understood it, but, like, they needed uh, Abe and... and What's the nurse's name in the... I don't remember. I don't remember either. But there are two main characters. They needed outfits to stage this whole scene. Uh, Abe, uh, Frank Grillo, he was going to be a cop, and the nurse was going to be, ironically, an EMT. Yeah. So I just remember thinking to myself, like, Okay, they were talking. All right, so um, Marsha, Marsha Gay Harden, she says uh, she calls the nurse, and, and she's sitting with his wife, and she's like, "You got one hour to meet me here." Mm. And like at, at that point, like that scene was very emotional because it's like you get that feeling of anxiety. Like shit, there's an hour, not a day, not a week, an hour. So this is happening now. You start getting that anxiety. And like I feel like the movie started kind of getting a, a roll. Like it started getting the yeah. roll back, but then just. Then it cuts to the nurse and Abe just chilling in the mansion, watching fucking movies with the whole yeah. crew and this Kevin Hart wannabe. And it was just weird. And I didn't understand 
where do they get this these outfits from? Where do they acquire them? And he just oh he had a Anywhere. stage props, yeah. just happened to have a police officer a uniform and a EMT mm. uniform laying around. Oh yeah, we've got one hour to do it, but hey, let's take our time and watch some movies and then wait while somebody gets us these yeah. uniforms. It just didn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little um, weird, that whole part. Other than that, I think it was great. We're going to start to wrap it up here. Final thoughts here. Um, another thing that I understand it was supposed to be like kind of sentimental. At the very end, you see Frank Grillo driving off. and uh, Oh, my God, yes. You know, they, they're texting yes. each other. Sends him a picture. Says, you know, tell him happy birthday or whatever. And then he sends mm-hmm. him a picture of the cake and it says, happy birthday, Maddie. And that's supposed to be like homage to his dead brother, mm-hmm. Mateo. But to me, that was like... I get what you're going for, but you guys were together for one day. You put them in danger. You know, why would you name your kid, you know, Maddie after Mateo, the guy that was just holding your wife hostage to me? It didn't, there, there was no, there was never a bond formed between them really where Mm -hmm. like you see it in other movies to where you would name your child after yeah. someone that was just holding you captive. There was never that bond or sense of love. I think there was a bond between love. Mateo and Abe, but definitely not between them and the lady who was pregnant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I completely there was, agree with you there. Yeah. But, oh, uh, you're, but you're, you're, you're about thoughts. the ending, Yeah, I just want to piggyback off what you said. After that whole texting part, I, I just think it's ironic because I think one of the best parts about this movie is the ending, which sounds kind of bad. But um, after the text were sent, it pans out. It's that classic him riding off into the sunset in a, in a Jeep, of yeah. course. A Jeep yeah, Wrangler, of course. which is so, you know. With the hood down, everything. Yeah. But, wide um, open. So he's driving away into the sunset, and you keep panning out, panning out. He's on a, a straight country road, pan out, and you just see the, bl- the classic black Chevy Tahoe with the tinted windows. He's <laughs> just following them behind <laughs> it, and it, and it cuts to the credits. I just thought it was so great because, you know, Marsha, uh, she yeah. was saying, They're she always was gonna saying you're always going to be looking behind yeah. the back. And that was such an uh, emotional scene where he was like, yeah, but I'm not going to be looking for you or something like that. And he kicks the shit out of her face and knocks her out. It was awesome. Yeah. But, uh, him him knocking yeah. her out was fantastic. Yeah. No, one thing about the movies, uh, I think it's the last thing I'll, I'll say, uh, the fighting scenes, it's one of those movies where I didn't feel like the sounds were fake. Like when people were punching, the actors were punching, it actually felt real. I feel I almost felt the force of the punches between the audio and the visual. It seemed real. It was convincing for a fight scene. To me, that was Frank Grillo too, man. Coming yeah. across being a fighter, man. Yeah, I think that right. was him performing the, yeah. to what he knows. Yeah. You know what he knows how to do. Yeah, as a, as an actor, it's nice. It, it yeah. definitely pays off to be have talents, yeah. be able to do things. Absolutely, yeah. H- him. Kicking her face, man. That was fantastic. That was beautiful. I loved it. <laughs> I do not condone assault, <laughs> especially on women. No, man. But, but when you want to see the, a for the when you, sake, that was a nice kick. When you want to <laughs> see a character get what yeah. they deserve, yes. man, it's well a character worth you it. love to hate. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. That was, the fighting oh. in this movie was beautiful. Oh. All right, Nikita, man, dude, I had such a blast with you here, man. You call me Nikita. It's Meme God. Oh, oh now <laughs> it's kidding. Meme God. Uh, I've been calling you Master of Memes this whole yeah, time. Oh, Master of Memes? Hey, it's interchangeable. <laughs> I'm the Master. I'm the God. I'm right. Nikita. Nikita, the Master of Memes. I've had such a blast with you Thank in studio you today, me, man. man. I, re- awesome. I really want to have you come back on. As long as you are willing to Yo, buddy. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Yo, buddy. Yo, buddy. Here at Gizmo's Corner. We are logging out. Everyone, hope you enjoyed the contact. I really do want to give a special shout out to Steve-O over at the Lost Signos. Thank you so much. Very much appreciate it. Everybody, we will check you later. Peace.